Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fixing radio. All right, good morning, everybody, or good afternoon if you're listening on Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, KLZ 560. This is Fix It Radio. Myself, John Rush, Dennis Brewster off today. I let him have the day off because Paul Lewinberger, our uh, resident insurance agent, mine and Dennis's both, is here with us today. I thought it'd be a good time to bring him on given what we just went through here recently. It's a good time for all of you, by the way. I don't care whether you're you know, Paul's customer or not. Uh, you need to be reviewing what you have, and I'll just say it like this. If you're buying your insurance... Sight unseen from some website, and you don't have somebody in particular that you are talking to or meeting with on a at least annual basis and fr- probably biannual, Paul, in my opinion, you're not doing it right. No, and you're going to find out the hard way. I mean, you're hearing all the stories and right now. And some are right now up there, unfortunately. Yep. I hate to say that, but it's bound to happen because a lot of folks look at insurance as a quote-unquote necessary evil. They try to do everything they possibly can to save money. And by the way, I'm not against saving money. We're not, it's not what we're talking about. We've got ways we'll talk about even in this first hour. Paul's going to be with us on Drive Radio as well. We'll get into some of the car insurance side. But this is on the housing side right now. And by the way, if you have a question for Paul, call us now, 303-477-5600. If it's Tuesday, you want to text me a question, I can get that answered. I can get with Paul and get that answered as well. 307-200-8222 is our text line. We'll give you guys some ideas today on how you can have good coverage and yet at the same time save money because there are ways to do that. It's it, And honestly, folks, it, it's not as hard as a lot of folks think. You just have to know some of the, I guess you could say, Paul, tricks of the trade. Maybe that's the best way to say it. Yeah, I mean, you want what people are going to find out now is you know, their $1,000 deductible is now a $60,000 deductible because they didn't have the right coverage and they didn't want to pay for it. So like with a lot of people, I tell them, let's get you to where you need to be. Go to a $5,000 deductible. Go to a $10,000 deductible. Then you know right. this is my exposure. Right. And the rest is up to the insurance company. And we'll go through to a few things. I know we've talked in the past few weeks about what to do pre any kind of tragedy, you know, fire, tornado, uh, you know, the other thing, too, that we'll get into today is, is on the flood side, which is a whole nother conversation we'll talk about. But when it comes to things like what we just went through with fire and you know, we get wind damage, another type of storm damage that comes through as well. And, and, and folks, there is a, a house. And actually, there's been two house fires in kind of that golden area. I live over in that area. There's been two house fires in the downtown golden area in the last two weeks. It had nothing to do with the other fires that swept through here, you know, two weeks ago. So things just can happen, Paul. Yeah, well, and the one thing I want to tell people, too, is you need, when you get a hold of your policy or you get your renewals, you need to look at your property description. Okay. Because, like, I'm working on a lady right now. And okay, she, so walk us through that. What do you mean? So you've got an insurance to value. It's called an ITV. It's your replacement cost. That's what mm-hmm. dictates what coverage A is, what your house is insured for. And that description is, is it a ranch? Is it a two-story? What's the square footage? Okay. How many bathrooms? Is the bathrooms builder's grade? Is it basic? Has it been upgraded? Is it custom, semi-custom? Okay. Floor coverings, 
two baths, three baths. Is the basement finished? Is it a full? I mean, it's all the, these things. It's the description of your house because, like, I'm working on a lady right now in Evergreen. I sent her over all the information, and she's like, "Something's off with your quote because you're showing me six ten for my house, and I've got insured for three fifty. So she sends me her information back, and they have her house is a fifteen hundred fifteen hundred ninety square foot two story. And it's a 3,300-square-foot three-story. So they have it as half the size, basically. Yeah. and the well, no gra- wonder it's way less. And there's no basement. So you pull in the garage. Then you go up the stairs to the first level and the second level. Then the third level goes out to the deck. It's kind of like what you see down sure. in Denver. Sure. And she's been in there for four years now. House is built in 13. And I asked her, I said, what's your mortgage? She's like, oh, I only owe 190 so the mortgage company doesn't look at the coverage as they being don't care. under. As long as it's the 300, they don't care. Yeah. They're, they're satisfied. That, you know, by the way, I'm going to get into that too today because that's another misconception that folks have. Oh, I've got enough to cover my mortgage. Well, okay, great. Now what? Well, and that's what the mortgage cares about. Yeah, that's all they care about. And so like when I got back with her, she's like, oh my God, she's like, I've never bothered to look at it. And she's like, that's why you're a lot more in coverage. And we were only $100 less than what she's paying. And she's like, that's crazy. So if she had a fire, she'd be SOL. Well, and that's what a lot of folks right now are going through. Because here's, and I know this. How do I know a lot of this, by the way? Because <laughs> I lost one. So I know a lot about how all this stuff works, even on the claim side of the fence. And so what folks don't realize is you've got, we'll just, we'll just walk through this. Your house burns to the ground, just like what's happened up in that Lafayette, Louisville, Boulder County area. And to Paul's point, we'll just we'll use some round numbers. Let's say let's say the house in that area, because this is really kind of the average up there is a million bucks. So your house is a million bucks. But let's say, Paul, because you've been there for a long time, your mortgage is only three hundred. We'll use that as an example. So you got a million dollar house. You got a mortgage of three hundred. So you've got insurance that maybe because you haven't really been paying attention to it is five hundred. So that five hundred will pay off the mortgage if you want. But this is how this works. When you start talking to the insurance company, they will actually ask you, how do you want to do this? In other words, are you going to rebuild the house or are you not? So I'm going to use that example. You've got a million-dollar house. You get, a, you get an initial check of 500 k You've got a 300 k mortgage. You have two choices at that point. Either take the money, pay the mortgage completely off. Because, the, by the way, the check's not going to come directly to you. The check goes to the mortgage company with your name on it. If you decide you're going to rebuild, the mortgage company handles, they've got a division that handles the allocation of the funds needed to rebuild the home up to that $500,000 claim. Am I saying this right, Paul? Yep. And so if you decide to rebuild, it's up to them, and you, 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 know, you give them receipts, they start making the payments, and so on and so forth. Now... You can also say, okay, pay the 300 off and just give me the 200 difference. They're more than willing to do that. The mortgage company will take, they'll pay off your note, give you the 200K. You now have a, a piece of dirt, essentially. Foundation may or may not be good. Yeah, you got 200K in your pocket. You now have to figure out how are you going to rebuild that property with that 200K. Did I say all that correctly? Yep. Now, you can remortgage it. You can go back into that and borrow again and do a construction loan and all of that, and potentially you've got enough money down to make that happen. But my point is you're not made as whole as if you would have had the full million dollars. And, and I understand that there's some property value in that, so you don't necessarily insure for the total sellable side of what the house is. You insure for what the replacement construction cost is to get the house rebuilt, Correct. Yeah, and that's the big thing I run into. That's the biggest issue, right? 
Yeah, because people refinance. They say, hey, my house in Boulder appraised for 1.2. We've got insured for 8. We need to bump it to 1.2, but it's how much of that is land. Right. And but, Boulder homes go for more than Brighton homes. Right. So you, you, you have to look at there is what does it cost on average in your area to rebuild per square foot your existing structure? That's Correct. how you have to look at it. And, folks, right now that rate is anywhere from on the really, really low side for the builder grade, as Paul mentioned, 250-ish a foot roughly. You're going to be hard-pressed to get much below that. And if you've got a fairly nice home, you can spend as much as $400 a square foot. So do the math. Well, and it's weird right now, too, just because you've got supply and demand and there's just nothing out there. That's right. And there's no, there's no builders either, which is also pushing that per square foot price up. Again, folks, make sure you're insured properly. Joe, what's going on? I a question for, uh, for Paul. Uh, as you know, John, I moved into a new home here in New Jersey just about a year ago. And uh, by the way, I discovered in my haste to get this place insured when we closed, I had neglected to get my umbrella policy. So I was called out to get my umbrella, which I got a million dollars worth of umbrella for like 320 bucks. Yes, yeah, cheap. Cheap. Uh, but my question, um, they they told me what my house was insured for, which is at least 100000 over market value, and that doesn't include the value of the dirt and the right. sewer tap and the septic tank. Um, so my question is, um, if the house burned down tomorrow, would they just write me a check for that full insured amount, even though it's way above what the house is worth, including the dirt? Yeah, because you're looking at replacement costs, not not the value of what you could sell it for. And maybe the housing market in New Jersey is not where it is here, because here it's flipped. Right. New Jersey it may be worth two hundred, and, and to rebuild it's three hundred. Okay. All right. So I don't have to justify. You're nope. not going to say. Okay. So uh, no. In fact, Joe, I can attest to what you just said, and that's exactly how it works. So they'll just write me. So even though and they're the done that. Value, and I still get to keep the dirt, right? I yes. get to keep the dirt. Yep. Yes. Yeah, this is this is, and you know, that's. A, I'm glad you just asked that, Joe, because that's sort of a probably something most folks don't understand. This isn't like a car, where you know they write you a check for the car, but they decide they want to keep the car. They give you two prices. Hey, you keep the car, you get one check. We take the car, you get another check. It's not that way here. You're getting whatever your policy says the replacement cost is, and some policies will allow you 125 percent if you rebuild. Or it's a face value if you decide to move someplace else and not rebuild. That's another thing all of you need to check in your policies. Yeah, and right now okay. he's where Denver was, you know, seven, eight years ago to where the market value was down, but the rebuild cost was higher. Higher. And now it's flipped. Right. Because there's supply and demand. There's nothing in Colorado. Yeah, and question, and Joe, hang tight, because one thing I've got a question for Paul on is that 125% additional coverage. Is that standard, Paul, or not? Of what I just said a moment ago. It just depends. Some companies do 100, some do 110, some do 115. Like with us, we do 125. Okay. And the problem you run into with a lot of agents out there, and I've seen it to where they go, okay, it's a half million to rebuild your house. We're going to take the 25% back it Off out of it. Oh, to save you money. Yeah, don't do that. The 25% with us is for the what ifs. Right. Lumber's gone from $2 to $4. Right. And we can't foresee it. Or maybe you just finished the basement and we don't have the right coverage in place now, but the 25% is that CYA. Now, am I correct in saying that you only get that extra 25% if you rebuild? Correct. If you, if, so, Joe, in your case, if it burned to the ground, you decide you just want to keep the land bare, you're going to go, you bought another house that's already built, ready to go, and you move there, unless you rebuild, you don't get that extra 25% cushion. Correct. Right, of course, then I'd be renting someplace for for a year or something. Correct. But 
And, in, uh, and then, by the way, in some policies, you have coverage for that as well. Yeah, it's coverage E, loss of use. Okay, because I know it would take at least a year to get this place rebuilt. Correct. Uh, and another question on contents, Paul. Uh, for instance, I've got some custom furniture. When I was in Colorado, I had a, a big um, a Woodley's um, kind of a trestle uh, for my uh, king-size bed. It's a thing that's got built-in uh, armoires on both sides. It's an overhead trestle. It's got under the mattress boxes. Mm, nice. I have no idea what I no idea what I paid for that. You know, fifteen years ago, but it's, it had to be four or five thousand dollars then. But I don't have a receipt. I can't tell you what I paid for it. You know, back in you know nineteen ninety eight. Uh, so when I go to claim that as a personal effect, uh, how do I handle that? The value of that Woodley's custom made uh, bed bed set. You would just go out, purchase it, and then show them the receipt of what you're buying. I mean, if you had pictures and stuff, that would help. But right. at the end of the day, they're no, gonna... no, I, and I have pictures. I've got videos, and it's you know, it's really yeah. a an elegant thing. It's got you know, it's got uh, cabinetry on on both the left and the right side. It's got. Uh, You're usually mirror... okay on that. But now I'll give you a tip on that, though. This depends on who's handling the claim. Again, going through all of this as I did myself, Joe, if you get a public adjuster on your behalf and you give them a full list of all the items, yeah, they're going to go through, check your list, check your prices. In some cases, depending upon how your policy is written, they may depreciate a few items or you know, give you a, 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 you know, a deterred value, if you would. But in general, it depends on who's fighting the claim for you. And with us, we don't. It's, it's straight if, value. If it's, a $10, if it's a 10-year-old TV, you're getting brand full, new. Full value. Yeah. Okay. Got you it. just have to actually go out, buy it, prove that you have the receipt, and then that's how they'll work on it. Well, again, package. I don't have it, and I certainly wouldn't buy another one if I didn't have a house to put it in for a year. Um, right. I guess I could always call it. Well, they give you up to, get... and this is something else most folks don't realize. It, again, probably depends on the company, but in my case, I have two years to get all that handled. Yep. Okay. That would be helpful. Or I could get, go to Woodley's and just get a quote to replace You can do that as well. Me. That also helps, yes. Yeah, because it was, it was a custom build. So. In any of that documentation, and this is how this works, when you have a claim, and these folks in Boulder are realizing this now, when you have these sorts of claims, this is the, the digging you do and the time that it takes, and it's very labor-intensive when something like this happens, as you can imagine, Joe. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and again, I, I just want to flashback. I can't stress strongly enough, at least I believe that, given how cheap it is, if you don't have an umbrella, you're crazy. Particularly mm-hmm. if you've got a, if you've got a, and particularly if teenage kids or something driving. I mean, you've got to have you're, it. If you your 19 year old kid has an asphalt accident and you know permanently injures or disfigures somebody, um, they'll blow through your auto insurance limits in, in a heartbeat and come after your personal assets. Yep. Uh, and, I agree. Um, by the way, and that's another thing, Paul, that I, I'll get your take on it, but uh, I've got uh, my son-in-law, they've got a uh, 21-year-old uh, son driving a car registered in their name, um, and I've said, look, you you should, you know, transfer the car to him, and you should have him pay for all the maintenance, all the insurance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, out of his own checking account, because if he ever gets in an accident driving the car registered to you, they're going to come after your personal assets, so... Uh, again, but I, I, one of the keys is is to keep the separation, which is it's one thing to put his, the car in his name, but if you're paying all the bills, you're writing all the checks, you're, you're writing the check to the insurance company on his behalf, then they can say it was really your car. What's your take on that, Paul? No, you, I agree. I mean, we have that guy that calls in all the time from Wyoming where his grandson mm-hmm. got in a bad accident mm-hmm. and Grandpa lost everything. Yeah. Because grandson again, had you- nothing and then they went back to Grandpa. Yep. So again, if you have kids over 18, 
I would, and you're going to give them 100% use of a car, put the car in their name, and then make sure they pay all the bills. You know, if they don't have a checking account, yep. make sure they get a checking yep. account. And make sure they pay every single bill. Yep, you're on right, Joe. Car. Spot on. We'll get into more of that, by the way, in Drive Radio because that's a that's a big one, Joe. You just you just hit the nail on the head. Good one. All right, guys. That's Thanks, all I got. man. As always, great questions. By the way, I appreciate it. We'll come back again. We'll give you some more advice on all of this stuff, insurance wise. If there's a claim, how do you handle it, and so on. We'll be right back, though. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ five sixty. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, Access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying. No more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. And see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Did you know that all insurance companies and their agents are not equal? They aren't equal in service, how they handle claims, or how they protect you, the customer, in the case of an accident, especially one that is not your fault. You want the best insurance company and agent to represent you that money can buy. And I have found Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance, an A-plus rated insurance company. Paul will go the extra mile for you and help you find the right coverage that meets your needs. He can handle your home, auto, RV, boat, ATV, RTV, motorcycle, second home, or your life insurance. Paul will truly look out for your best interest and make sure you have the coverage you need. Don't buy insurance from people you don't know and have never met. Buy from a locally trusted agent that I've known for 10 plus years. Paul Lewinberger, American National Insurance, 303-662-0789 or find him at drive-radio.com or at fixitradio.com. Buy an investment, not a job. Because John Rush has bought and sold his own businesses in the past, he has learned the hard way what happens when you purchase a disorganized company. You end up buying a job. John knows what it's like to work 80 hours a week just to keep a business afloat. He's not a broker, but he can spot the difference between a well-run company and a chaotic one. Hire John Rush to evaluate a business before you buy it. Email john at rushtoreason.com. Back when he had one service van and no money, Lewis knew he had one shot at success, happy customers. A lot of HVAC companies offer what Lewis likes to call the taillight guarantee, meaning once you watch them drive away, you're not getting any more help. Even before Absolute became an HVAC company, back when they only offered electrical services, Lewis made a different kind of promise. From the call to your care, we'll be there 24-7. To this day, you can ask anyone at Absolute about their top priority as a company, and they will start talking about customer service. Lewis never lost sight of that one key to success as he continued to add new services. Even now that Absolute offers boiler services, a famously hard-to-find skill set known for unresponsive technicians, Lewis only hires people who commit to their customers long term. 
Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will come back long after their taillights disappear. Schedule an appointment 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, folks, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. If you're listening to us on Tuesday, thank you very much. If you've got a question for Paul or myself, feel free to call in. A couple of text messages have come in along those lines as well, not for insurance but other things. And by the way, just because Paul's here, you can ask any question. It doesn't have to be insurance-related. We just happen to have Paul here. So if you've got a question, please call us or text us. The call-in line, 303-477-5600. We'll get your questions answered on air. If you've got a text uh, question, you want me to either mention it on air or just text you back, I can do that as well. 307 200 8222. So 307 200 8222. So we're talking about insurance, what to do, what not to do. Uh, and again, folks, I think there's a, and Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of what happens in the world in general, but especially in the insurance world, is there's a lot of what I would call you know, misconceptions or wives' tales that have been passed down from literally generation, generation, generation. And folks really, unless they've been educated properly by a good agent, have no idea how some of the things even we just went through with Joe a moment ago work. Like, for example, that replacement cost having a cushion in some policies, but there's a caveat. You have to rebuild, and it has to be in X amount of time to get that. Correct. Most people don't know. By the way, I wouldn't have known that had I not gone through this. Well, and if you don't go through it, you don't know because you're not asking those questions. You're, mm-hmm. Everybody's worried about the bottom line. How much is it going to cost? Yep. And, and while that's important, I mean, and Paul said this to me numerous times, you know, we don't want anybody to be insurance poor. On the same token, you don't want to find yourself with a big claim and find yourself short on insurance because then you have to dip into your own savings or borrow money or do whatever you need to do to get things back again and made whole. And that's not a fun that's not a fun place to be in either, folks. No, I mean if you want to save money, raise your deductible. You just and, and by doing that, folks, you are in a in essence you're somewhat self-insuring when you have that higher deductible because what you're going to find is the small stuff. You handle yourself. You need to. You just if, do if it you, yourself. If you don't and you become high risk, then you're going to get insurance through mortgage companies and pay three times what you're normally paying. So you're going you're gonna to take care of this little stuff anyway. So why not just raise the, the deductible to that point where really it forces you to do these things and you're not turning in the claims and you're saving on your premium and you've got the right protection in case there's a total catastrophe like we just saw happen up in that Boulder area. I mean, if you have a half million dollar home and you've got a five thousand dollar deductible, they give you four ninety five. I think you're okay. Yeah. You're versus st- you're still going to be fine. Versus three hundred thousand dollar coverage, and you have a two hundred thousand dollar deductible, and the difference in premiums may be twelve hundred dollars well, a year. And let me explain too what Paul's talking about there, because part of all of that, we'll get into the personal property insurance side of it as we come back here at the bottom of the hour. But you know, keep in mind some of those numbers include the personal property, and let's face it, folks. Like to Joe's point a moment ago. You bought a bed 10 years ago. Let's face it, it's depreciated. Yeah, it's a really nice bed, and to replace it's going to be X. But if you've got a deductible, like Paul just said, you have the ability to, how should I say this, replace things in a different manner the second time around than you did the first. And if that involves 
things that you can do to save that five grand, well, then, of course, that's what you do. So at the end of the day, you're still whole is my point. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's not that hard to make this work, folks. It really isn't. No, it, and it's if you, pretty and if, minor. And if you shortchange yourself on coverages, you're just going to be... Well, now you're dipping into, again, you're, well, like you said earlier, either you've got to have a savings account set aside to cover for some of this, or you are remortgaging and upping what you owe to, ha- which, uh, folks, this is the reality of this. And, and maybe this is the best way to explain this, Paul. What, and, and I'm, maybe I should, let's, you know, let me do this. I'm going to talk to you during the break. I've got a couple of ideas on how to explain this to people. And I'm going to give you guys some actual real dollar numbers as soon as we come back. So hang tight. I'll give you some real numbers. If you have a question for us, 303-477-5600. This is uh, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Your teenager is your biggest financial risk. You buy reliable auto insurance in part to protect yourself from financial loss in case you get in a wreck with large repair expenses for your own vehicle. But you also buy reliable auto insurance to protect yourself from lawsuits. Now, you might not think you make enough money to be at risk of getting sued, but you do have a teenager who drives your car. Let's pose a little scenario that we heard from a real KLZ listener. Your granddaughter is driving your car and gets in a major wreck. You do have auto insurance, but it's not enough coverage. You only have the state minimums. So the other person's insurance company comes after you personally for everything they can get. For years afterward, part of your paycheck goes towards paying someone else's bills. With the right coverage, this could have been avoided. Get the auto coverage you need from Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. 89-303-662-0789. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, affordable interest mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. 
Absolute Electrical Heating and Air knows their reputation as a business depends on their technicians. Most HVAC companies hire based on technical skill alone, but Absolute wants to be sure how their employees will treat their customers. At Absolute, every new hire must go through a rigorous training process, including an entire month of ride-alongs with more experienced technicians, proving both their technical aptitude and their commitment to customer service. Some HVAC companies actually train their staff to make customers feel uncomfortable because they think that's the most effective way to get a sale. Absolute has the opposite goal to make you and your home more comfortable. They will never send a new tech out on a job alone until they hear glowing reports from long-term employees about how they treat their customers. It's easy to say you prioritize customer service, but happy customers prove it. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has more than 900 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5. Call now to schedule an estimate. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, folks, we're back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. I want to make sure that I'm explaining this correctly. So I'm going to be looking at Larry and Charlie across the glass here to make sure that as I explain this, I do this correctly. So I did the math. So let's say that you're underinsured on your home, which up in that Louisville, Boulder area, they're estimating that there is a percentage of homes that were about 30% underinsured, Okay. So I'm going to use this 30% number. So if you had uh, a policy and you had $600,000 of insurance, but you were 30% under what you should have been, so you should have had $600, let us say you had $400, okay? Does that math sound correct here? Which means you're going to be two hundred k short on getting things rebuilt. Make sense? Everybody following me so far? Paul, what would that extra $200,000 in insurance cost per month, roughly? About $60 a month. About $60 a month for the two hundred k. Okay. Now, if you find yourself short in a claim, like some of these people in that Boulder area are going to find themselves, and you have to do what I said earlier, and when you're rebuilding, you're now borrowing extra money to get everything handled. And let's say in this case, you have to borrow that 200 k you're short. And by the way, folks, I'm probably not using wrong numbers here. I'm probably using pretty accurate numbers as far as what some of these people are going to find themselves being short. So here's the math I did over the break. $200,000 added to your mortgage will cost you around $900 a month in extra payment. Okay, because if you figure $100,000 at 3% is $421 a month for a 30-year mortgage, $100,000 at 4% is $477 a month. So kind of take the difference there depending upon what rates you can get and so on. And by the way, by the time you get this done, I used 4% because you're liable to see 4% down the road on mortgages. By the time these folks get things rebuilt, done, and get a permanent mortgage back in place, if they have to do what I said earlier, pay their existing mortgage off and start all over again, which a lot of them will have to do, you're looking at 477 a month per $100,000. So if you're short 200 grand, it's roughly $900 a month in extra payment where I could have insured that for $60 a month. 
And then if you really wanted to pinch pennies, raise your deductible, and it could have been $40 a month. Am I, am I making sense here, folks? This, this Again, I'm trying to make this as simple as I can. That shortage of coverage on down the road, if you have a total loss, and if you say, well, you know, I'll just deal with it then. Well, this is how you're going to deal with it. It will then cost you an extra payment on your mortgage. Every $100,000 you're short, it'll be roughly $450 a month from that point forward if you rebuild and do what I said. Now, the other option is, and this, this by the way, will happen in that Louisville, Lafayette, Superior, Boulder area. They will find themselves without enough to completely rebuild because they didn't have enough insurance. So they'll sell the lot and move someplace else where they can afford to take the money they've got. And now they're going to move north towards, you know, the other side of Longmont or they'll go way east or they'll go across I-25 out to East Thornton. You know, places where they can get the same type of home for a lot less money. Because keep in mind that Louisville, Superior. I mean, I did the math on this, by the way, folks. And don't let the news media fool you. We're talking about an area where I'm guessing the average home was about a million bucks. Because the, the cheapest homes that I looked out of all of these areas was around 650 to 700. Everything else was way above that. And some of those homes that burned were four million bucks. So if you look at the entire average, I'll bet my million dollars per home is not too far off on my average. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, you're close. I would say I would agree. I might even be a little low, by the way. Yeah. Because there are a lot of homes that burn that were a million five, million eight, two million bucks even. And those really affect, if you think about it, they, they bring that average up pretty quickly. Uh, but that even that area that was behind the target over there, which was really kind of a smaller neighborhood, smaller homes, the cheapest, the cheapest one in that neighborhood was about 650 And this is, this is not rebuild cost, of course. This is just the, the home value. So I understand that I'm, I'm not you know, apples to apples here quite. But the cheapest home, there's about 650 and some of them were a million bucks. So rebuild. Again, we go back to the square footage price. So let's do the math on that real quick. Let's just say, and Paul, what do you think probably on average up there we're talking, what, a 2,500-square-foot home probably? Yeah. Pretty easily. And if you get a halfway decent construction, you're going to be 300 bucks a foot minimum. You're 750 to rebuild a 2,500-square-foot home, folks. Now, I understand that 750 includes foundation and some taps and some things along those lines, but I'm also using 300 as sort of that lower end on the rebuild cost. Some of these rebuilds that some of these, these folks had are going to be 400 or above, depending upon finishes and things they had inside the home. And, and again, I don't think anybody, Paul, understands what some of these per-foot prices are in today's market, because unless they've remodeled or done anything recently, they don't have any idea what this stuff costs. No, and you're paying top dollar because you can't get anything. Or you're going to be waiting in line five years to get something built. Yep. Folks, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. So this comes back to making sure you've got the proper insurance on the front side. Eric, you're up, sir. Hey, John. How are we doing, Eric? Sorry, I had to take you off. No, you're fine. Go ahead. So, you know, you you were just saying about, you know, some of these people move to other parts of town, and what I've already started to see I've got a friend that has a house on the market in East Thornton in a gated community, and he was joking with his realtor. He says, you know, he's out with the shortage now because of this fire. He says, let's bump our price 200000 and see what happens. Yeah. And he was, and he was already at 600 Yeah. So, I, so my 300 a foot's not far off, Eric. Yeah. No, it's not because, you know, and I, I mean, and there's people who – I've got a friend who lost everything up there, and – 
uh, him, him, his wife, and their two-year-old are moving in with his parents so while their house is going to be, yeah, and, you know, and. Well, now, now the next question is, do they have at least, you know, right insurance where they can get things at least back on track? As far as I know, they do. Good. Um, I, Good. You know, but, you know, I've got another, you know, and here's the other part of it, too, is on the insurance uh, on this, is the people who did not lose everything but right. have right. smoke damage. Great point. Great point, Eric. I, I have a, I have a friend that the fire burned up to his back landscaping, took out the fence, took out part of his landscaping, and that's it. And however, um, they're talking ten thousand in remediation in the house. Yeah, and that's and that's in. an estimate. And I'm guessing that's probably low, Eric. Um, you know, I, I so kind of an aside to that. Uh, it's first of December. We had a huge water leak in our house. And, uh, well, huge is relative, but, um, I mean, I'm like at 7,000 in repairs on mine when it's done at the end of this month. And I, the company that's doing it is one of the Allstate providers, and I was asking him, and he says, we literally have a list from Allstate of who they insure in that area. He says that we are going door-to-door talking to them. Wow. He says, and, he says and, you know, he says, they basically got a jump on it. Wow, you know, and he says we went to one house that did not lose everything. He says the house next door was insured with Allstate and burned down. He says, and the one that did not lose anything, but they have smoke damage. He says is about twenty grand right now. He says, and probably will be um, take us a month to do everything that needs to be done in there. And by the way, this is where public adjusters come in handy, because the other thing I know insurance companies, a lot of them will do, is really skimp on this area that you're talking about, where a public adjuster will come in and say, no, 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 we're not painting the walls, we're ripping drywall off, replacing drywall, doing this correctly, because a lot of those guys will do their best to just sort of skim coat, if you would, what's there, and it it will not be the correct way of fixing it, and the insurance companies will kind of dictate that. This is where a public adjuster will help get that handled. Well, and, and that's what this friend of mine, you know, he said they're at 10, and, you know, and he said they're going to try and save some money on do as much of it as they can. Why? Themselves. And, Why? Well, he said just, just because. Don't. Because, Don't. And, I, and I, I had a fire in my shop. I'm going to give you a real quick example of this. I had a fire in my shop clear back in 2000. wasn't my fault. It was a situation where there was an electrical uh, issue with a particular vehicle, and it burned about a third of my shop, not to the ground, but there was significant damage to it, Eric. And so I, being the nice guy, thought, oh, I'll do a lot of this work myself. I'll just clean the carpet in the showroom instead of replacing it. I'll just paint the walls with kills instead of pulling the drywall off, on and on. So I, I basically kept a claim that probably should have been about 350 to 400 k and I had that much insurance plus some. And I saved the insurance company enough money where I had to claim all the way down to about 120, Eric, because I really thought, oh, I'm doing a great deal. I'll do a lot of work myself. The insurance company will be on my side. I'll have, you know, I'll have a great return down the road and all of this. As soon as we were done, not only did I get canceled, but because that's still a loss run report on my policy, everything after that still costs more money. I would have been better off to have maxed out the claim. And they need to yeah. do the same thing, Eric. Trust me. A claim, well, a claim, I, I, a claim's think, a claim. Max it out. Yeah, a claim, yeah. I, I think we're. I think his when his wife was coming on Facebook about it. I think she was more concerned. She's got a lot of collectibles, and she was more concerned about the collectibles being wiped down and cleaned off properly and not damaged because she's just a, a freak about her collectibles sure. than she is about them coming in and doing the drywall 
or doing well, that. And again, that's all part of the claim. You bring stuff. a company in that does yeah. exactly that. They bubble wrap and pack all that stuff up. You put that in storage while the house is getting rebuilt properly. That's all part of your claim. Yeah. And, and, and well, if I mean, they're, I mean, they're I mean, trying to skimp and save money, money tell them too. don't. Yeah. Because, because here's what happens, Eric. And, and this, is, this, this is what happens, especially on the home end of things. They do it this way. They save some money. They make it look good. It's great on the outside. Then the home inspector comes down the road when they decide to sell. Every home inspector now from this point forward, even 20 years from now, is going to know this fire existed. And they are going to check things in every single home to make sure things, was, to make sure things were made whole again and correct. And if they find anything that's not, they are going to lose out big time at that point. So please don't let them skimp on this. Yeah, well, I'll make the suggestion. To they have it, insurance you know, for a reason. Yeah. Use it. Yeah. yeah well, and like I say, the the, the 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 restoration company that you know, like I say, is helping me. They've already got guys going up into that area, working, you know, setting things up with people. And, and he said that you know, he says, yeah, he said we've got just cleaning jobs that are going to be twenty grand. Right. He says, and he says, and we're trying to get those done first. He says because the rebuild, he says nobody's going to be able to touch anything on the rebuilds till probably spring. Until this, everything melts, right? He says we, you know, he said we walked into one. He says that it's only a fifty percent. Uh, you know, he's only half the house burned. He says, which, mean, uh, which in my but, opinion means it's but, a total loss. Yeah, he's he's scrape that, which, it, he said, start he, over. He said we, yeah, he said there was one house that only half the house burned. He says, and he said, but yeah, it's going to be a complete teardown. He yep. says, but we can't even go in to inspect it because of the snow. He says until spring, right? He says, and that's the part that's going to suck for a lot of people. Right. And in that case, no offense, you don't need a cleanup crew like him in there inspecting it. You need a, you just need to get an yeah. adjuster in there, doze it, and start over. That's that goes back to what we're talking about here. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that, no, that's gonna, great. This is going to be bad for so many people. It is, there. Eric. I feel bad for him, but I, I you know, I feel and, bad and, on and one the rest hand. We're going to get hit too. I, you know, I, yeah, I feel bad on one hand. Yet we're all going to still pay for this when it's all said and done. And yeah. I, I feel bad, but yet. I don't because all of these people have the same opportunity you and I do when it comes to buying insurance on the front side properly. Yeah, yeah. And, so I and, feel bad, and, and I don't. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, like I said, I've got friends. I've got at least one that I know of, and a couple more that I that they've been completely si- silent, you know, for a while. And I suspect they lost everything too, and they're just not ready to deal with everything yet well and uh, i will you tell know, you the, and this is another one where as a friend you reach out you're as kind as possible but that's not yeah. getting them where they need to go either you've got to jump on yeah. this stuff quickly yeah trust me yeah it's this is like i said this, you know and we're all going to pay for this, this we are hit the, i'm it's i i've now originally i heard it was a billion and now i've heard the estimated losses are two so, well, I don't think a bill. I mean, there's stuff in the press talking about 500 million, and those guys are smoking crack. It's way, way, way above that. Well, that's why I said. I mean, because there, there's they figure there was 991 houses or buildings destroyed. Uh, 1100. There's and, about 1100 now, actually. Okay, so 1100. So we're easily over a billion dollars. I think so. So that's so that's why I say I, I suspect it's probably closer to two, and that doesn't include the big commercial losses. Right, or cars. Yeah, or the cars. So, anyways. All right, good stuff. No, Eric, I appreciate it. Thanks. That's good. That's good. And, yes, any of you out there listening, please, please, please hear me when I say this. And Paul, as an an agent here, can tell you the same thing. As much as these things are emotionally hard, it's traumatic. I get it. Been there, done that. 
I understand that fully. But I also know you cannot delay in getting things handled from this point forward. The last thing you want to be is at the bottom of the list. Give you a great example when I come back as to how some of this works. We'll be right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, affordable interest mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. Arc Electric is family-owned and operated since 1999. They specialize in all things electrical, commercial, and residential, and are specialists in living off the grid when it comes to your power needs. Exclusive electrician for XL Energy's Home Smart program and for Blue Ribbon Home Warranty. For security and customer service, they'll notify you via text message or phone call when a tech is dispatched to your home and also who that tech is so you know that when they're on the way and who is helping you. They also have a big announcement. They now offer HVAC. Arc Electric is also looking for team members that can troubleshoot and are great with customers and with technology. And as they add HVAC, those techs are needed as well. So for all your electrical heating and cooling needs, it's Arc Electric. That's Arc with a K. Call 303-656-3689. That's 303-656-3689. Or find them on the website, fixitradio.com. That's Arc Electric, Arc with a K. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Increase comfortability in your home with a UV air purifying system from Absolute. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air offers dynamic air solutions you won't find at most HVAC companies. Unfortunately, not all air purification products deliver on their promises. Before selecting a product, the team at Absolute personally met with the scientists who developed the technology, installing systems in their own homes to make sure they really work. The science makes sense. 
Your ultraviolet purifier attaches to your furnace, killing particles like dust, mold, and even most viruses at the source before the air blows through your vents into the rest of your house. One small unit purifies the air throughout your home, eliminating odors. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air today for an air purifier that works. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, folks. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Paul Lewinberger from American National Insurance with me today. By the way, you can find all of our great sponsors on fixitradio.com. Just go there, find them there. It's easy. Or brushtoreason.com or, in Paul's case, Drive Radio, or drive-radio.com. He sponsors all shows, so you can see him everywhere. It's easy. All right, back to my story a moment ago about why you don't want to. And I know, I'm trying to be sensitive, but I'm not always. And I've been accused of that. I get it. <laughs> I, 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 it's my personality. I know. It's who I am. But let me share a story. So my cabin burned down up in the mountains. Yes, it's traumatic. Yes, it was tough. You know, went up there, sifted through stuff, you know, wife, kids, all that. You know, we're going through all the different things that were there. And, you know, you're trying to, you know, piece things together. And is it emotionally tough? Yes, it is. I get it. Okay. It's hard. But because of the guy that I am, not patting myself on the back, but I'm just one of these guys where I just want to get stuff done. I couldn't stand looking at this. First of all, for me, the emotional memory, I couldn't stand looking at the thing burned down. I want the thing cleaned up as quickly as possible. So even though I didn't know how long it was going to take for us to actually get rebuilt, I had a goal. I wanted to be the first place cleaned up. So the minute things got done, I knew some folks to call and so on and started making some phone calls. I'm like, okay, how quickly can we get this thing cleaned up? By the way, you have insurance coverage for the cleanup as well. So you don't have to do out-of-pocket on that in most cases. There's even a debris cleanup in a lot of these policies. So you're not even covering that yourself. So I got on the horn, got things handled, and within – I'm not exaggerating, folks. Within about three weeks of the actual fire and everything burning to the ground, my place was cleaned up. You could see the concrete on the the basement floor, uh, all the foundation walls. Everything's done, handled, cleaned up, done, out of here. Insurance check was mailed off to the company that did the debris removal, and I was the first one in my neighborhood cleaned up. Why? Because I didn't think around. Yes, I was sad. Yes, it's traumatic. Yes, all those things are there. All those emotions are there. But I wanted that thing cleaned up, done. Because here's the other thing. If you wait, you're now at the bottom of the list. There's, there's still some places up in my neighborhood, up in that Granby area, that are still not cleaned up. A year well, a year and four months later, they're still not cleaned up because in some cases what happens is when any, any type of this devastation happens, all of those people that do those things get super, super busy. And if you're not at the top of the list, you, you soon, Paul, find yourself at the bottom of the list. I didn't want to be at the bottom of the list. Well, now you're at the bottom of the list for cleanup, and now you're even farther down for rebuild. Yeah, because you can't get it cleaned up. You can't even get it rebuilt because you can't even check how good the foundation, your sewer plumbing, you know, what's going to have to be replaced with all of that. Because keep in mind, when a fire like that happens and you've got a basement and typically all the plumbing is running through underneath the concrete pad in the basement, well, guess what? That melts too, believe it or not. The concrete, believe it or not, will get hot enough to where all that piping underneath will get burned up. And even if the foundation walls are good, the basement floor is not it will have to be hammered out and replaced period just so they can check all the plumbing underneath to make sure that all of it is good how do i know this 
experience, folks. I can just tell you because it's what's happening in my world. So getting everything cleaned up sooner than later enables you to get to these other things more quickly, which just gets you a jump on everybody else. So again, yes, it's traumatic. Any type of a insurance claim, and Paul, you know this, is traumatic. I don't care what it is. It's always rough. You're just dealing with things you don't typically deal with. But I will tell you, the faster you get on it and decide what you're going to do and start moving forward, the better off everybody is. Well, I mean, look at the rebuild that for you. Yep. Exactly. I mean, these people that wait and start the process in June or July. Oh, there, there's going to be some of these homes that I, they just said in the papers or in the, the news, you know, last couple of days that it could be, you know, two, three years before everything up there is completely rebuilt. And frank, frankly, folks, I think that's wishful thinking. I'm, I'm going to say it's five. Till wow. you see that whole area completely looking like it once was, it's a five-year process by the time it's all done. And, and part of that, folks, again, I'm, I'm just – I can tell you from what happened up in that Granby area, and there was only a fraction of the homes lost, about a third of the homes lost up there as, as opposed to what was lost down in this area. Uh, and I can tell you right now, even driving through my neighborhood up in Granby, uh, you can drive through it, and in some cases, some of it doesn't look any different than it did a year ago. It looks exactly the same. Why? Because of the stuff we're talking about, folks. So, again, if you've been involved in that fire and you need any help at all, any, even any just consultation on, you know, what should I do next, you know, send me a text message, call me. I'm more than willing to help some of you through this at no charge. Just tell me what you need. I'll walk you through it. It really doesn't take a lot of time to figure out what to do here. But I'll tell you, sitting around waiting or, and, and I'll use Eric as an example a moment ago, caller Eric, please, please, please. Don't try to do this stuff yourself and save a bunch of money. That is why you do have insurance, and you do want to make sure you're using it. You want to be made whole again. That's the whole key. You want to be made whole because if you don't and an inspector comes in down the road, you decide you're going to move and do something different. As I said a moment ago, every inspector out there is going to know there was a fire in that area. It will be unlikely to find somebody even 10 years from now that doesn't know there was a fire in your area. Besides the fact there's loss reports that will show there actually was one. How does that work, Paul, by the way, when it comes to the resale of the home down the road? Will, will that show up anywhere if somebody goes to sell that their house was not replaced but rebuilt? Oh, yeah, just because you'll have permits. So instead of it being built in oh, 2003, point. it'll be oh, built in 2022. Point. So, again, they're going to know, folks. Yeah. They'll know whether it was completely rebuilt, whether it was half rebuilt, quarter rebuilt, the basement done. I mean, I forgot, yes, to your point, those permits will show exactly what happened to the house. And that's the thing that, that you know, buyers that are doing due diligence and inspectors are looking at. So, again, folks, don't don't try to skimp on some of this stuff. You won't be made whole when it's all said and done. If you try to. All right. One last thing, Paul. You know, what are some of the other, you know, that you see misconceptions when it comes to folks buying? I know we're going to talk car insurance in a moment, but on the homeowner side. Just not doing, making sure that what the house is and what you're insuring it for. I mean, you want to make sure that when you're buying a brand new house or you're doing upgrades in your house that you're letting your agent know that, hey, I don't have, I've got granite countertops right now. I've, I've changed out the linoleum in the bathroom to to tile and i've changed out you know the carpet to hardwood floors not the okay. not the vinyl floors and okay. you know we've finished the basement or you show me as one full bathroom i've got three full bathrooms and i mean you just need to make sure that okay. that description of what that description represents for coverage a is what it needs to be what and about personal property all of a sudden you've you know you've changed a, you added a tv room put a big screen in with some 
you know, nice reclining chairs and things along those lines. Same situation there. I mean, you're fine there, but if you've got high-end jewelry, high-end paintings, you've got a huge gun collection, I mean, you want to make sure, because a lot of times these things are covered only up to a certain dollar amount, maybe 5000 or 10000 but your wife's got a $25,000 ring. You want to make sure that you've got scheduled personal property done on specific items. Okay. So again, folks, don't don't make that mistake of trying to, you know, be insurance poor or save money. And, and as we said earlier, there's ways to save money on your policy, still gain insurance by having, you know, higher deductibles being one of those ways to do that. And then just not nickel and diming the insurance company from that point forward. I know so many people that will turn just every little thing in, and I'm the opposite. I don't turn anything in. Paul knows this. I don't turn anything in unless it's some major deal. And as long as I've been with Paul, I haven't had one. No, and and with us, I mean, you go three years without making a claim, we start giving you checks every single year for not costing us any money. Yeah, I know. I like that, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it very much. But, you know, and it does change your mentality when it comes to insurance and how you do things, because, again, you're you're looking more of it as how can I handle this on my own without them, knowing I can get that rebate, save money, keep my deductible high, save money on premiums and so on. And that's the best way to do it. So, all right. Drive Radio coming up next. Jeff Corwin from JC's British and 4x4 going to be joining us here in just one moment. So uh, we'll be back with that. If it's Tuesday, by the way, thanks for listening. Send us a text message if you need anything. And Rush to Reason is up next. Otherwise, we'll be back. Drive Radio is next. This is KLZ 560.